Sarikab and welcome to another academic corner here for the Funkit Pod. End of the week, time to reflect, to recap what happened in academics and higher education. What did you learn? What did we do? And so on. And this time I try to keep it a bit more topical, thematic, um, with a theme. <laughs> and well, the theme, I already touched on it in one of my other podcasts, but not as in detail as I might do this now here, is um, AI, ChatGPT in particular, of course, right? Is it going to take our jobs in higher education? Is it going to replace professors, teachers, and so on? Um, should we ban it? Should we ban students from using it? And whatnot. And of course, there are certain, or there are different opinions on that. Uh, my opinion is summed up very easily. I think I see AI more as a collaborative tool rather than a replacement tool, which means... <laughs> The perks of recording outside. If you're not, if you're uh, just listening, I'm being uh, bothered by some flying insects right now. But okay, let's keep going. Um, uh, yeah, so my, my opinion is summed up very easily in this regard, which is um, I don't think it's going to replace us if we do our job correctly. If you do your job right, um, it's going to be a great tool to help. If you're not doing your job correctly, then yes, you should be worried. Like meaning, if you the only assignment to give students is like to write essays. And you don't care about the quality of the essay, so just write essays. I don't care, just like several thousand words and whatever. Um, yeah, then yes, because to write a basic essay on a like with a template basically is very easy with ChatGPT, right? Um, to write a more detailed essay, more like with more depth, you have to input more specific information which also is some kind of work. So I do see some collaborative possibilities there. Still, of course, the, the program would do most of the writing, yes. But you need to vet it for the information and you need to be able to defend it probably if you then have to defend it in front of your professor or a committee or whatever. Um, but then again, I'm not a big fan of essay assignments per se anyways. Okay, so that, that, that's one thing. Um, secondly... ChatGPT is not the only AI out there. There's more, right? So I've been using chatbots, for example, for a while with like some interactive student assignments, for example. So that it's not just hey, read this book or read this chapter, but it's like I have a few, a few like choose your own adventure bots, so to speak, where students then go down certain roads and make certain choices and then get presented with different kinds of information, different kinds of videos, different kinds of whatever, um, 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 background, knowledge, information, sources, and so on. And then in the end, they come to different kinds of conclusions. They find different information and then have to present what they found um, or have to present a, present a solution based on what they found on those different paths that they took to come to that final destination. I like, every time I say final destination, I think of the movie. But you know what I mean, right? So... I, I, lo I, I love doing those things. So I think AI can really help you there. And of course, I, I, right now everyone shares like those, those posts like, hey, if you're only thinking chat GPT, there are 16 other AI tools that you should know. Yeah, there are many other AI tools that out there that you could use. Of this post that everybody shares right now, half of them are terrible though. So chat GPT deserves the hype to some extent because it's just way better than lots of the other content writers, for example. Those content spinners... And it's also something like I, I'm, I'm, I'm from coming from a digital marketing background, right? So I worked in digital marketing, marketing agencies way back when I studied e-commerce, digital marketing and all those things. So way back when, when I was at university, when I was a student, <laughs> this was my second year or something, we created content spinners, right? Uh, Yahoo Pipes and so on. Was it Pipes? I think that was the name. You, you would scrape the internet for like keywords. They type in some keywords, scrape the internet for articles using those keywords 
then scrape the content, mix it together, and then publish it as your own article. We've done that like in the early 2000s or whenever that was. 2000, not totally. Yeah, late late 2000, early 2010s, 2008, 7, 8, 9 or whatever it was. Around that, that time we, we did that. There's nothing new. So AI has been there for Now it's just more mainstream. It's more, it's easily accessible. Not only nerds that study the stuff know about it, right? Great. I, I, I really don't mind it. I, I like that, that Microsoft is pushing it right now with like uh, open AI. Now they have the, the search engine, u.com, for example, AI-powered, AI chat GPT-powered search engine. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Not because I don't, I think it's going to take away from the work or like it's going to replace our teachers. I don't think so. Um, I'm just not sure how, how curated or like what measures or what scale are they using to decide which source should be shown in like a study-based search, for example, right? If it's like u.com slash study or something for, for students, then you're like, it shows you more study-related sources, but then who decides what's a study-related study source and whatnot. So, uh, but it's still, it's still interesting to play around with that. And so I, I'm totally not afraid of it. Um, I saw a tweet today... Um, They said, like, oh, professors will stop complaining about ChatGPT once they uh, understand how they can use it to write recommendation letters. Let's be honest, not, fi not funny, B, recommendation letters are a template anyways. Please, I have, like, three different templates for, like, very good students or case students and for students that don't deserve it. Let's be, everyone has to, come on. Um, well, I don't need ChatGPT for that, right? Um, but ChatGPT for, for research, I'm not sure. I tried a few things. Maybe I didn't use the right input or something. Wasn't that satisfying? You still have to find your own sources or citations and whatnot. So, um, I mean, you can ask it to do it for you, but then you still have to bring it together. Um, and then you don't know what it's really talking. If you just copy-paste, you don't really know what, it, what it's actually the content, right? And you need to understand the content to actually make connections, obviously. Um, so, but for some, some research, I mean, some basic research, some guidelines, an outline, some inspiration, it's great. I, I really don't mind it. I, I make my students use it in, in both classes I'm teaching right now. I tell students, hey, your assignment, use ChatGPT uh, to do whatever and then debate it, debate the outcome. What do you think? Is, are you satisfied with it? Are you not satisfied with it? Why aren't you satisfied with it? Um, so just so they understand how to use it. So I am not against AI. I think AI is awesome if you use it as a collaborative tool, not as a, like a replacement tool, obviously. I have a few, I know connections that um, have a different point of view that are like more afraid of it. They say like, I teach lots of content creation, for example, then the AI just takes over my content creation. I saw an article on The Guardian where, where the, the author complained that the AI wrote the article that would take him like a few hours and would, would earn him like 500 pounds. The AI wrote in a few seconds. So if the AI writes an article, a better article or article as good as yours that you would charge 500 pounds for, then the AI is not the problem. <laughs> so any, almost, I have a few websites, right? I, I, have, I have guest contributors that contribute to the, to the websites. I, they write blog articles uh, once in a while. And I can see that they switch to AI generators. And I can tell, because I'm looking into it as well, of course, I can tell which one they're using. Like one of the contributors is clearly using Copymatic, for example. I've been using it for a while as well, because it's always the same structure. It's always the same structure. You can see, okay, it's like outline, like intro, 
subtopic one, subtopic two, subtopic three, conclusion, always the same. Um, right? So uh, as long as the article is still okay, no problem. But so you can see if an AI writes, so ChatGPT is a little bit better, but thanks to that program that like one of those students now wrote in the US, I believe, right, to, to detect, detect it, also no problem. But again, I don't even know if it is necessary to check student work on whether or not they use AI to create it. If you actually check it, if you actually go through it and you actually read the content and check how deep is it, how detailed is it, I think you can see whether or not a student understood it. Especially if it's not just hand in the essay and be done with it, but actually defend what you produced. If you make the students defend what they produced, you will always see whether or not they understood it. And how they end up understanding it, hopefully with your instructions and with what you gave them, but if it's an AI search that gives them more information and makes it easier to understand, so be it. Great. Yeah, maybe in the reflection they say, hey, I used AI. You can, you can ask it to use AI. No anonymous, no, no point deduction or anything, but just curious, did you use AI to help you understand what I'm teaching? If so, let me know in which step did you use AI so that I can improve my teaching too. Right? So I don't think AI is our enemy. I think AI can be our ally. And I'm very excited to see where this is taking us. But hey, that's enough about me now. It's been 10 minutes about like how awesome AI is. You might think I'm sponsored by, by OpenAI. And I just said Google is like, um, Google just created an AI that can create music from text input, but they didn't release it yet, apparently, according to the article I just read. So exciting times ahead. Let me know what you think. AI, cool, good, bad, ugly, um, scared of it, should we ban it? You're looking forward to it? Let me know your thoughts, as always, in the comments or Funkitpod and on all socials or funkitpod at gmail.com. Until then, a shout out. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. You know it because the more people like this thing and the more people rate it, the more people we can reach and then we have a bigger community, which would be nice, of course. So take care, stay safe. We talk soon. Somebody cup. Oh, no.